Welcome to the Main Break, the Standards Weekly Footy Podcast. Welcome to the Standards New Weekly Podcast, the Main Break. We're here to talk about all things footy related. I'm Nick Ansel. I'm here with Justine McCullabeezy and Brian Allen. And our special guest this week is Kalora Narat Premiership Coach Ben Walsh. How are you guys? Good, thanks, Nick. Yeah, very well, thank you, Nick. I'm I'm, I'm very extremely grateful that we've got uh, the premiership coach in here and uh, some, uh, <laughs> some incredible circumstances. But it's uh, yeah, it, it's, it'll be good to get some of his insights. Um, thanks for joining us, Ben. No pleasure. Thanks for uh, yeah, great new initiative. So yeah, interesting time to start it. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Ben, it's been a bit of a funny week. Um, I guess we're all all the standard journos are, are working from home, and um, I know things are a bit funny at school as well, Ben. Um, but uh, we're soldiering on. So um, biggest talking point this week has to be coronavirus and its impact on footy and netball. I mean, it's been pretty significant. Um, I think a lot of people are probably sick of hearing about it, but it is what it is, and it's it's impacted footy and netball, you know, pretty significantly. It's a bit of a coach's nightmare, I'd imagine, Ben. You know, how you plan, how you move forward, all that sort of thing. I mean, how has it affected, I guess, your approach to the season and, and how you're going about things at the moment? Yeah, it's... It's obviously something you couldn't possibly plan for, and uh, it's sort of snuck up. Well, it feels like it's been going on for a long time, but it, I think in reality it hasn't. It's sort of really snuck up really quickly. Um, I think a week and a half ago we played a practice match against Trang Lake and it was all we sort of got through that, and kept, we were counting down. That I think we had four training sessions left before we before round one, and, and so that was only maybe ten days ago, which feel and it feels like it was months ago. It just. Um, went from being absolutely ready and excited for the season to all of a sudden there was probably that day or two where you started to realise that things were going to be impacted and then all of a sudden it was gone and um, no one really knew what to do. So we, yeah, we sort of, I can't remember when the announcement came out, um, it might have been on a Monday night or a Tuesday morning and um, we sort of took a day or two to gather some thoughts and then we got our players together on the Thursday night, we, we got them outside and we tried to do it all um, as best we could with the guidelines at the time and, um, yeah, got them together for a bit of a chat and um, just to sort of see them, I guess, because it, it was just messages going out. I thought, I might not see these guys for another three or four months. So I was sort of wanted to check in and, um, yeah, in terms of planning, well, it's um, just wait and see. We're, we're, I guess our message was really clear, just said prepare for, I guess, a nine or ten game season. Um physically and mentally get your head around that and then until we hear any, anything else I think that's all you can do I think you've got to have something to work towards if you've got nothing why, why do I try and stay fit or how, why do I what do I focus on so we sort of made that really clear just focus on that for now and until we hear otherwise let's just um, prepare for that so that's sort of how we're going about it now and let's just leave them to their own devices we've given them um, you know some ideas for fitness stuff and we'll keep sort of sharing little links through our closed Facebook page and keep checking in but at the moment um, it's, it's not much going on like everywhere else you've sort of just got to sit back and wait now yeah I guess from a AFL perspective they decided yesterday as well Ben to to can the AFL season till May 31 the same as the country and regional clubs at this stage um, and Gil McLaughlin was pretty forthright in how he talked about the significant impact it's going to have on the game, um, financially, people losing their jobs, um, etc. 
Um, and if that's, I think he actually used it's the most serious threat to the game in a hundred years, which was pretty pretty strong wording. And that will obviously filter down into um, country ranks. Um, I guess at the moment there's already teams that probably are struggling and probably on that borderline of survival or having to fold. Not not saying so much in our competitions here in the Hampton and the district leagues, but how do clubs from that point of view financially, how do you think they're gonna survive something like this? Yeah, it's gonna that's right. There's so many that's what we said to the players, there's gonna be so many flow on effects and it might not be the the health issue, hopefully not for our young guys, but it could be that one of them gets laid off their work and there's so many um, yeah, all of a sudden, once you start thinking about the flow on effects from businesses, and that could be your sponsors, it could be people in your community that um, you know have financial trouble, so that are associated with the club. So at a country level, I think that's going to be a significant impact. And then probably uh, the way I was thinking about it, and I've already mentioned this to our players, there's going to be a time where we really run around, and it's now it's got to it's got to uh, wait out a little bit, and I guess what the impact is. But then that's probably where. Uh, community footy and netball clubs are so good is when there is a bit of a crisis or there is something going on in the community they can get together and rally around each other so that's obviously it's going to be a little while and wait and see what the impact is at our level but hopefully at the other end maybe that's where we can actually do something and help these people whether it's small businesses or whether it's people involved in your own club uh, whether it is actual footy clubs themselves um, hopefully as a footy or sporting community we can actually get together and and maybe do something to help those people out when all the dust settles and when we actually know what the impact is because it's obviously it will be significant and it'll hit people in different areas whether it's um, financially or socially or whatever it is so it's, um, I don't think anyone's got answers now but I'm hoping that um, as a community a bit like the bushfire stuff or whenever there's um, some other crisis around generally those uh, community groups rally together and help out when they're needed. I was just thinking back to when you told the group then back on that maybe Monday or, or was it Thursday night, sorry, um, when it came out, um, what was the reaction like, mate? Obviously, you tried to, to tell them even in that social sort of distancing context. What, um, what were some of the reactions from the players? Yeah, well, they probably had a few days to get their head around um, what was going on with everything else that was coming out. It was, um, I probably went pretty strong with them about our responsibility in terms of taking this pretty seriously. So, yeah, it was a Thursday. It was actually last Thursday. So, the Thursday of round one for the AFL. And um, so, we sort of, I wrote up a bit of a letter and gave that out with sort of some idea. And we sort of spoke about the two elements of it. There's the footy side of it. So, here's what you can do to try and keep fit and stay connected and stay engaged in the footy. But then there's a, that health aspect as well and our responsibility in the community to do our our part and follow these guidelines. We've got a, quite a young group, um, so I was sort of making that point that it's quite serious. And if they are doing any training, that to make sure you, yeah, you're doing it in small groups. And this is before so it's been ramped up even since then. Um, but we wanted to make sure as a footy club we we take it seriously and look after our community. Um, so any of the guidelines we said we're not, you know, we're going to be really clear. Whatever the guidelines say, we're going to do that. And, um, that's going to bring about some challenges. So now, and I've put it back to the players. We're going to try and get creative in terms of how we stay connected and um, you know keep that interaction with each other going. So that might have to be through technology and and other ways, just to make sure we all know what we're all up to, how we're all going, and and those sort of things. So yeah, the, the guys knew again, and even every every sort of half day it goes up a notch. So I think it really would have sunk in now that there certainly were no complaints. We've got nothing that there's no to blame we can't get too angry about it. it's just the whole world sort of going through this so um, we're no different to that it's just a little bit weird i think 
Absolutely. About staying in touch and trying to, to stay connected without, you know, necessarily being too super physically connected. It's making use of that technology and, and, and everything like that. I think it's... Um, it's certainly going to test clubs' ability to um, to communicate and to, to to do all that. I think it's probably going to. I think coaches are probably some of the. Well, they have to be some of the best communicators. In anything really, but I think by the end of this, that'll have lifted a notch again. Yeah, it's going to. It was a bit so I'm a school teacher, so we're just talking today. It's going to force you to find new ways to do things. Then you might realise that there's a better way to do what we've normally done anyway. Mm-hmm. Our, we had a meeting. The one that we have with our players, we've got quite a few guys that live either in Melbourne, Geelong or Ballarat so we um, I got one of the guys to actually go live on Facebook into our players which I've never done before I thought I should have been doing this um, there's no reason why I couldn't have been doing this you know for team meetings <laughs> on Thursday I've never thought to do it and, um, it was easy so, uh, they just held the phone and put it out to the players so everyone got the same the, the reason we did that was so everyone got the same message um, but already I'm thinking oh, I could probably actually use that um, down the track when things get going again so yeah it'll force people to get creative which is necessarily a bad thing same with school and education and all the businesses everyone's just got to find new ways to do things and sometimes we might look back and go well that was actually an opportunity to find a better way to do things or a different way or a more engaging way so yeah we'll experiment and play around with some things and, and see how we go did you watch much of the afl over the weekend ben obviously um the no crowd factor was probably the main talking point, particularly probably Thursday and Friday night when it was quite new. And I think by Saturday, I know myself, I don't know if it was just because I was invested in the Fremantle game, but by then I was sort of used to it. But, um, yeah, what did you make of that sort of concept? Yeah, it was, it was weird, wasn't it? Especially early. Um, I, I watched, I probably watched less as I watched a fair, most of the Thursday night and then probably footy for me just became less relevant almost by the hour from between Thursday night and Sunday night. Just sort of following the news Saturday, Saturday night, Sunday, it just sort of looked like oh, it's only a matter of time before this is going to be gone. And so I probably didn't watch, I hardly watched Eddie on the Sunday. Um, yeah, it was just, it looked like it was just a matter of time. They were just hanging in and trying to get through as much as they could. But yeah, it was a, a weird experience. It was sort of like watching, um, also, you know, you see the old under 18 championship game or the old, um, you know, they used to show the TAC Cup final with no, it sort of it was a bit like that, I thought. You could hear them sort of all yelling and, um, yeah, it was strange. It would have been really weird, I think, for the players to for that. Um, yeah, different times, and sort of interesting to see what what happens now. They're obviously going through all that themselves now, and um, no one really knows what when we'll see them again. See, yeah. So the the uh, AFL caught a bit of your eye on the weekend, um, and I, I, I guess I was thinking to myself about the sixteen minute quarters, and um, I, I guess was there anything on the weekend that. Um, because there weren't some new things tried. Was there anything that you liked or didn't like um, from the opening round of the AFL season? Yeah, like I was saying before, again, it's an opportunity to try things. And they, that 16-minute uh, quarters, it might be something that they look at and, and sort of look back and go, oh, yeah, well, that actually works. We'll keep that in. And um, Again, yeah, it was sort of hard to get a gauge or hard to really sort of buy into it for me. I was, um, well, our footy's off. And normally I've been watching really closely looking for sort of trends or what's, is there anything new happening or what, what could we do? But, but with us sort of knowing that we weren't playing for a little while, probably didn't watch it as closely as I normally would. Um, you sort of keep an eye on the local guys, especially that are playing and have a bit of a look at that. But, um, yeah, it was just a strange... It wasn't sort of footy that we used to, I don't think. Oh, it's still, I thought the Thursday night game was really good. I watched that one pretty closely. And I thought they, once you just purely got your head around, there was no crowd. The, the footy was actually pretty good. You realise they're just playing footy normally. Um, 
just without those sort of sound effects. But um, yeah, the, the quarters probably that's probably an interesting one. And again, when the country footy look to, to do something like that, um, I guess we'll sort of keep an eye on the AFL and then see if we think it would work for us. Yeah, nice, mate. And just quickly, um, you did mention that innovation you liked about going a Facebook Live sort of um, message to your group. Obviously, that 16-minute quarters thing was, was tried on the weekend. Are there any, um, I guess, other innovations that you've had a bit of a think about in the last few days? Because I guess when we are forced into a, a restrictions like we are now, it, it forces creativity because we've got to come up with ideas. Is there anything that you've been sort of mulling over or popped into your mind? Yeah, well, probably one, and again, hopefully it doesn't get this, but I guess the reality is where there's probably every chance we don't play at all, which is hopefully not. And I'm, certainly I'm not, not planning for that and planning to play. And, um, you know, I know our players are focused on that sort of mid-year start. But I was sort of thinking worst-case scenario, if it, if it sort of got wiped out, maybe could we look at a local, um, you know, round-robin weekend of footy, netball and, and try a bit of a celebration. And I know they used to have over at Port Ferry, the, I think it was called the Bogues Cup, like a pre-season competition where everyone played little, um, you know, 15-minute halves, play sort of three or four games during the day. And I was just thinking, could you do something like that in Warnable with, you know, the Mac, the Walter and the Reed and get every any club from, from the whole southwest, whoever wanted to get involved, maybe support some local charities or small businesses and just make it a, a weekend of sort of fun and give everyone a chance to, to have that little blowout and maybe put some music on. And I don't know, try and I think at some point there's going to be a want for some community, some sort of community event and some spirit. So if I thought if, if footy didn't get up at all or netball, even basketball, you could throw the whole lot on and just invite people to Warnable and put on a show, have a run around and then um, try and, yeah, again, raise either some money or awareness or support for, for those people to get pretty financially. That was sort of something I was thinking in the back of my mind. Whether, But again, hopefully it doesn't get to that. Hopefully we all get to the start line in the you know, middle of the year and, and get our seasons going. But if not, um, perhaps there's an opportunity to, to do something as a community, a broader community and, and all get together and put on a bit of a show somewhere. That was something I thought of. I don't know what you think of that. I wonder if you could do the Hampton League Premier Croyd against the District League Premier Laura Nurrit in the football and then maybe um, <laughs> Maryvale and the netball as the showcase games on that day. That could be yeah, pretty interesting. I'd be, um, I'd be wanting a bit of a head start. I think if we'll play Maryvale, <laughs> maybe, um, maybe they can play with 16 and we can have a few more. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's, again, we talk about opportunity to, to try things. Um, yeah, why not try some little things like that, have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, if it, if, we're going to need something to do at some point, so uh, we've got, we might have a bit of time to think about it, unfortunately. It could be a good way, too, to divvy up funds evenly amongst all the clubs so everyone gets something and it's not a particular club getting a fair chunk of the finances that are probably available at that time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, you know, you could invite... All the small businesses come and put a little market up and or a stall or something. And, yeah, I don't know, that was just something I was thinking of. So, as I said, it, it may not get to that. But I'm surprised we're not in event planning. I think that's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's a pretty good idea today. Thanks um, thanks for joining us, Ben. It was great to catch up and thanks for your time. And, um, yeah, thanks for being a part of the main break, the, the inaugural main break. No, it's a pleasure to come on. It's a pretty tough time to be a sports channel at the minute, so it uh, yeah, good on you guys for getting a bit creative yourselves and uh, yeah, hopefully the next few months there's still plenty to talk about. So, yeah, thanks for getting me involved and, uh, yeah, take care. 
Appreciate Thanks, it. We'll uh, look forward to uh, our guest next week. We've, we've lined up Warnable coach Matt O'Brien to come in. So hopefully you know, some, some developments in footy and um, some more issues to tackle. Thanks for your time, guys.